somebody tell you you can't do something not even me all right you got a dream you got to protect it people can't do something themselves they want to tell you you can't do it you want something go get it Period. Right. time it is drink time baby so this is what i need you to do this is what i need you to do go get your ice grab your little lemon wedge or throw a koozie on the brew if you need to do what you gotta do baby you know what time it is drink time are you not entertained are you not entertained is that why you are here? <laughs> Yo, what it do, your boy LG? Uncle Foot in the house, man. We're sitting here talking about that uh, that Jay Z NFL uh, merger. He did the deal, so he's gonna have what? he's gonna have exclusive rights to all the music, like the shows. What is it? Is it just halftime shows? Or? It's just the uh, or, me to depict the uh, Super Bowl acts, uh, get diversity in there. Then he also signed off for some type of some type of social media initiative, or not social social uh, social some type of social initiative. Hold on, yeah, with I'm gonna the NFL. The, I'm gonna pull up the article now, so I, I want to see exactly what it is because. I, I mean, he's basically in charge of the entertainment, right? For the NFL, right? It's the entertainment, but I think that's... I mean, ultimately, I think that's going to be uh, just, you know, just a kind of a byproduct of what he actually wants to do. So the backlash, you know, the back... While he looks at up, I'll just, I guess, fill people in that don't know. The backlash about this whole partnership that Jay-Z has with the NFL is that us black folk feel that he's undermining Colin Kaepernick's efforts, uh, you know, recent effort, the efforts of the last three years of trying to bring light to police brutality and then ultimately getting blackballed for it. Uh, they feel like, you know, Jay-Z was, was also champion, championing that, that, you know, he has lyrics in the song, 
referring to that. He has just so many different examples of him supporting Cap. Uh, wearing, you know, Cap in the jersey. His wife uh, literally went and did the black militant thing during, you know, during the Super Bowl halftime. So black people are feeling betrayed. And you know what? Initially, but they shouldn't even. They shouldn't even come on because you gotta have somebody on the inside. You gotta have a guy on the inside. And Jay Z's track record has shown that he's he's more about enlightenment and empowerment. So I don't even know, you know, why why brothers would be. This is a good thing, man. This is this is a good thing. Well, I mean, we're so used to, I guess, being disappointed at the end of the day by the, some of the figures we look up to with money. And I, you know, I admit, I initially, I, I actually initially, I said I was going to reserve the, the right to, uh, you know, reserve my judgment on this situation. I see what Jay Z actually had up his sleeves, and then I kind of, I kind of tra- transitioned into thinking it was because you know what I read an article about Jamel. Jamel Hill wrote an article about this, uh-huh. and it kind of changed my you know opinion. When I thought it was kind of fucked. Well, up. I got two things to say on that. On that note, when you said you wanted to kind of see like where it was gonna go, yeah, I wonder like, well, okay. So, TMZ, and this came out, what, a day ago. That he's going to own the team? He's going to have, he's going to, Jay-Z, Jay-Z had multiple reasons for becoming a part of the NFL family and TMZ Sports has learned. One of them is that he is going to become part owner of an NFL team and it's going to happen soon. Sources connect to Jay and with direct knowledge tell us Jay is going to have a significant ownership interest. Significant ownership interest in the NFL team is yeah. not easy thing. Like Donald Trump is ripping the NFL because he was pissed off because they wouldn't let him into their club. Right, so I mean, you know I, 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 think, I know, yeah, I read that as well. And I actually put something about that on Instagram, but I think now at this point, Jay-Z's pulling, you know, uh, uh, he's pulling, the, he's He's doing a Trojan horse, is what I think he's doing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I hope he is. I hope that's what it is. I hope that he's making the deal, whatever that he wants, but in order for it to benefit for the common good, for good, for... And, damn, that's such a hard thing to do, too. You know what I mean? Because what is... You know, what's... You can't please everybody. Somebody's always going to be mad, and I get that part of it. I get it. But I hope he's not. I hope he doesn't kind of. I, I, what would be most relatable is sell your soul. But I don't think it's that. I, it's you know. I just want him to get in there and then be able to have. I, I like to see a black man in that type of well, stage of empowerment, my, but be righteous. You know what I'm saying? This, I talked about this with our guy Doug, I, and I think he made a very apt comparison. That he hopes, and that we all hope that, you know, Jay-Z doesn't end up to the NFL um, as Kanye was to Trump. Which I thought was a very good comparison. because I think a great comparison. Because I think that's what, you know, us, as, especially as black folk, think, think that's happening. Like, we've lost trust in a lot of these authority figures. Because at the end of the day, like, it seems like our actual interests get lost in the frame. You know, but I mean, from all I've known from Jay-Z growing up, he is, you know, next to Pac is my favorite, favorite rapper of all time. Well, I've, I've, that's one of the few men besides my father I've actually like literally looked up to in the world. Just what he's been able to do business wise with it, how he's been able to, to shift, you know, shift kind of the perspective on how black people do business. He, you know, he's done a lot for our culture, whether people. So what do you think about Eric Reed? 
And look, I would just just to give you a little background, Eric Reed. Yeah, can I finish my point? Saying that he's, but I mean, yeah, we got it. We get it. Where's the soundboard at? I have more to say, but go Where's ahead. the soundboard at? I have more to say, but go ahead. I know. I know. Where's the soundboard at? Either way, do you agree with Eric Reed about about how he feels? Because it kind of sounds like, I mean, that's how it sounds like that's how niggas are really feeling. Like, bro, don't don't be the don't be the Kanye, and he's basically he's calling him Kanye. Well, he's like the move is despicable, you know. I mean, like I said, it be. I mean, as 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 a culture, we we've earned we've earned that right to just d- to be distrustful of people that go into partnerships with these corporations. Of course, you know the, the almighty dollar has proven to be more beneficial to people in that situation than these actual social aspects. So I can see both sides, but I just I me personally, I don't think that Jay. I think, like I said, I think Jay is is, is trying to pull a Trojan horse. I think he these white folks think he on their side. But really, he got more plans. He's trying to, and another thing, he's not going to get majority ownership in a in a football team without having that type of leverage with the league, without having that type of contract because he doesn't have the money for. It. He's worth just what, just over a billion dollars. I mean, that uh, NFL franchise uh, right now is well over a billion dollars. So yeah, but yeah, but he doesn't have to. He's not putting a billion dollars on money. But, if you if you're gonna have majority ownership, you're gonna have to put a lot. You have to put a lot more than a billion dollars up. Yeah, and I'm not even going to begin to act like I know the intricacies of those type of deals because I don't. But I think it's, I feel bad about myself because I don't even really fuck with Eric Reed like that. I think that he was kind of, I think that nigga's capping in a way, bro. Just because this, he knows this controversy brings him out to the limelight because he got a job. Kaepernick's the one who blackballed. So he somewhere well, with Eric Reed. What's going on with this Eric Reed shit? Okay, look, look, let me look. So Eric Reed, Carolina. Uh, wait, no, Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, this is what he said. Jay Z claimed to be a supporter of Colin Kaepernick. He wore the jersey. Told people not to perform at the Super Bowl because of the treatment of what the NFL did to Colin, and now he's going to be a part owner. It's kind of despicable to me. So, I mean, I I kind of get it, you know, but it's not Jay Z's fault. You do not, you don't take, you don't, don't, or don't do not take this deal just because, because Kaepernick, I'm just be fair, he had some opportunities. There's like two or three teams. I think the Ravens wanted him, the Dolphins wanted him, and he was like, nah, he wanted more money one time, he wanted more money. I think another time he showed up at a press conference with the. He showed up in Miami. That's what happened. He showed up in Miami with the Fidel Castro shirt. And but the yeah, team, yeah, yeah, that was just smart. They were like, man, you're you're fucking up. I don't agree with Steve A on a lot of shit because I feel like Stephen A be kind of on his coonery too. But I have to say this is it. This is uh, thanks to Stephen A. I heard his take on it, and I agree that like, man, he did. It was he did have a little small little crackle. Two or three teams. Man, we gotta talk about that, Steven. They showed up. He be towing the line a little too much. Yeah, he towed the line, but I think he's playing the. I'm giving him the benefit. I'm tilting the scale towards his way of playing the game. Okay, but I'm shaking his play. Not playing the game. He's not not with Lock. Though with Lock is a bitch, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he is. He is. Whitlock. Whitlock is. Whitlock is a fucking fucking law as far as I'm concerned. FBI, open up. <laughs> That's what's ideal. Damn right. 
Right. Well, look. Okay, it says redirectly address the comment Friday firing back at scathing response. For one, when has JZ ever taken a need to come out and tell us we're past kneeling? Reed said yes. He's done a lot of great work, a lot of great social justice work. But for you to get paid to go into the NFL news conference to say that we're past kneeling again, asinine. Players Coalition tomorrow, he got paid to take the bullets that he's taking now because we're not having it. I, I'm not, you're not, you're never past kneeling, but it's like, now what's the next phase? Jay-Z is giving you the next phase, man. You know what I'm saying? Obviously, you can, you can kneel all you want. You can... But you got to have another, that's not giving you any power in the game to change anything. Jay-Z is giving you some power. He's giving you some real skin in the game. And thank you, Kaepernick, again, I was with you. I did watch football, and I protest the NFL. But, I, you know, he started the movement. It will forever be known. Kaepernick shit, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I feel that, and honestly, I, I think that players should continue to nil, but I think what Jay-Z is saying, we're past, we're past the point of getting... I long one, nah, we're past the point of getting any, getting any progress out of kneeling, is, I think right. is what he's saying. Kneeling has served his purpose of bringing this issue to the forefront. Now Jay-Z's gonna try and take it and move it past that. Should you heard him show you how to move in a room full of vultures? Industry shady yeah. and need to be taken over. You know what I mean? So it's just it's so I'm gonna give him the benefit of the doubt. I'm gonna reserve judgment right. for now. I think that again he's the Trojan horse. He does have something up his sleeve and ultimately he does have our best interests in mind. Right. Of course niggas got a conspiracy theory for any fucking thing that goes on. They, you know, I thought that the government killed Nipsey. Like niggas don't kill each other fucking every other day in the hood. Stop. Cause Charlotte made a good point. 30 out of 32 teams voted for Trump. 30 out of 32 owners, NFL owners, voted for Trump. They don't really want... This has to be something, you know, Jay-Z had to talk, know the right people, make the right moves, get the right advice, be in the right... do all the right things to be in this position. You see what I'm saying? Hey, you can't. If, if y'all thought Jay Z was gonna go in there with uh, his Wakanda uniform on, <laughs> you thought they was gonna let him in. And if y'all thought that they was gonna let him in the meeting to come with that post, that's not gonna happen, bro. But and, he's smarter than that, bro. He gonna show you how to move in a room for the vultures. You want fucking right, around? Right, right. It's it's what do you want him to do? But we should be giving play. We should be we should be saying, man, that's what's up. He can't help but to hire the next. Rich Paul to hire the next, uh, who you know, whoever, but the brown skin is gonna have a chance. It's called infiltration, right? You have to infiltrate somehow, and 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 that's not too strong of a word to use when you're talking about multi-billion-dollar corporations that are powerful around the world, and there's no black faces to be found, from water boys to head coaches. So. I'm with you, Jay Z. I'm fucking with it. I, I hope that this is this is not no Kanye the Trump shit, but this is this is a, a bigger plan of infiltration 
that you know when you you can give another brother the same type of leeway power that you that you've obtained yourself. So yeah. I'm with it. He was yeah. Just to put a ribbon on it, he used the perfect word infiltration. Any undercover operation where you're trying to infiltrate, quote unquote, infiltrate a organization, you don't go in as a cop. You go in as dressed as whatever they want you to. When in Rome, do what the Romans do. And I think that's. I hope that's what Jay Z is doing. So I'm going to reserve judgment based off of all the things that he's done for this culture. You know, he brought light to the Eric Gardner situation. He brought light to uh, my guy, my guy that was locked up in Brooklyn. I can't think of his name right now. Mm-hmm. You know, he's 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 done a lot for the culture. Him and his wife. You know, whether we you know whether we want to admit to that or not, I understand why we're distrustful. But I just said let's let's, let's give him a chance. Jay, I'm rooting for you, brother. Do your thing, man. Already, go get your ice, man. Throw your little lemon wedge in there, man. Throw a truth in the book. Yo, what it do? We in this thing that boy LG got foot in the house. Hey, man, we chopping it up, talking about this school thing, man. And, you know, I'm impartial about this because I do believe that education is important. I do. Truly, truly, truly do. But I also believe it's overrated. And... We were actually, you know, we were listening to uh, what was what was that drink? I mean, what was that? Uh, uh, Breakfast, Breakfast Club, Club yeah. right? And they had a uh, they had a uh, Gotti and Ja Rule on, and they were kind of saying, you know, they're in a position, they're rich, and they realize that hey, we're rich. Our kids didn't grow up like we grew up. Our kids don't aren't going to have the same struggles, but they are going to have their own struggles. And I agree, man. I think that. If you go and learn a trade, if you go and learn how to fix refrigerators and be, become an electrician and that motherfucker, bro, you can start your own business. A lot sooner. <laughs> 1920. Well, you know what I mean? Without being in debt. Yeah, without being in debt. Well, at least not in college. Learn how to run a business. Learn how to learn how to have employees. Learn the ins and outs of business. You could be doing all of that without sitting out there accruing debt and and. I just, but I also know the benefit of college, and this was my argument. I think that it is. I lean more towards college. Actually, I told Foot this. I said, "Man, doing this podcast has really been an eye opener because you don't know how you feel. Like you're always. I'm on the fence about a lot of shit until we actually start getting it out. And I would say college. I would say college. I'm leaning. I, I would go more towards college only for the simple fact that it teaches you how to think and how to interact. Right. So when you do have employees, you do have a business, whether they're Iranian, Arabian, black, white, Chinese, whoever you're dealing with, you look at them as a person and you know that we come from all different walks of life, but you also run your business the same way with everybody. And I think that college helped me do that, helped me get out my little bubble of San Antonio and get around people that made me uncomfortable. But I needed that in order to break out of my shell. And even if I didn't conform to their culture thing, whatever it is, I might let Sean get in here. (laughs) I'm sorry. I got in my bag. Got in my bag right off of the intro, but but that's just how. But honestly, man, you know we we talked about it today, so I'm just I'm unloading. But that's how I feel, man. I'm I'm off the fence, and I'm right. and I'm towards college. No, I, I I do feel you on that, bro. But I mean, at the same time, you you are you have to 
just for perspective purposes, you are talking to two people who didn't actually pay for college. You know, we, our talents, or did you end up paying for no college? Uh, so six months. <laughs> When you when you're suspended, they make you pay for that time to come back. Okay. So yeah, but no. But to answer your question, no. So yeah, you're talking to two people who are, our talents largely took not even largely our talents did take us to college. I had a full ride. Uh, still don't have a degree to show for it. That's another story for another day. LG LG got his degree, but the basketball also took him there as well. So when we talk about. You know, one thing I did agree that he, uh, in terms of, of the college, just that college experience, learn how to inter- interact with people who may be different from where, who may come from different walks of life from where you came from. You know, I have lifelong friendships that I made in college. I would say that's probably my, honestly, probably the most I took out of college are those friendships that I still have. LG, I know you have friends yeah. as well that you, you know, that you made in college that you're still in touch with. Yeah, sprinkle. But, I mean, honestly, outside of that, and this is just my perspective i think college is is largely overrated unless you're going you know going to school in a, a very concentrated field i.e a doctor i.e a lawyer right uh i.e you know just 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 those those special type of fields outside of that man a, a lot of that is one just what type of person you are and who's you know think anybody listening right now think back to who you were but you Hold on, anybody you know that's listening, think back to who you were at 21 years old. Did you have a plan? Did you know exactly what the fuck you were going to do with that degree? I mean, how many people you know sitting around with a degree right now and don't got nothing but debt and friendships to show for it? Right. You know what I mean? So unless, unless you come in, hold on, just give me a couple more. Unless you coming from a situation where, you know, a lot of people I went to school with went and got that certain degree because their mom or their dad told them to go get that degree so they can come do X, this, that, and the third after the fact. So unless you got somebody that's going to put you on or you got a great internship lined up, a lot of times I don't think that I think it's better to go get you a trade, go get well-versed in something else that's not going to have you 40, 50, 60 grand in the hole coming out of whatever you're doing right i i completely agree i can honestly i can look at myself and say my degree had nothing to do with the money that i made coming out of college but i did have to have it to in order to teach i had to, i had to have it but i could have easily did that online what people can do now only difference is like foot said we were we were athletes and so i got my i got my education paid for but we're speaking about the masses right. and we so you can go to you can go online phoenix man my mom went to galen got her rn license you can become a you, you know and they and you make great i'm not I'm talking about 60, 70,000 out the block. And anybody who says, ah, oh, that ain't shit, shut the fuck up. Right. Shut, shut the, the fuck up, nigga. Gar- yeah, really. A guarantee. Even, uh, let's just put it at 50. Let's shit, motherfucker, I'll go to 40. If you making forty out the block with benefits, get yeah, your kids have health insurance, you have health insurance, all those little things, man. And you didn't have to, you didn't have to move away from home, you didn't have to wake up for classes in the middle of the snow and shit. Yeah, all those little things, man. And 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 society is, I think it's geared more towards that now that you can you can go online get get you a trade always to but that's why i love the fact that my kids growing up get to see that because i think 
that's passed on. I think that is our generation. I think it is the technological the the tech technological age is hey, I can do this. I can be an entrepreneur. I think being an entrepreneur, that word is going to be so broad in general by the time our kids get 21 because you could be an Uber, Uber driver and say you're an entrepreneur. Right. But th- but you can also be making your money. Not to say that you're going to want to make, you know, but my point is that you can be, you can employ yourself, be yourself, and you can start out as an Uber driver. You can start out as Uber Eats. You can you can be, you can be, do delivery besides people pizza and then make your business card have that type of business mind and start a driving service start a catering service right. shout out jared what's up boy and listen and, and i bro i feel you on that i like where you're going with this because and honestly that's also something that as lg touched on we were listening to the irv Gotti and ja Rule. they were on the breakfast club and one of the things that irv Gotti said and obviously this is his opinion i just happened to 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 agree with the morning he said that um that a lot, he feels like a lot of college is getting you conditioned to go be a worker bee. Getting, getting you conditioned to go get ready to collect a bi-weekly check. That starts before college. That's it, it, school. I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree. And I just you know, and just just life in general, we, we we tend to we tend to think how our how our moms and dads thought and how their grandparents. Thought. Of course, it evolves because the times evolve. But just the. My thing is this. I don't have any kids, but when I do have kids, I'm going to tell them this. If you want to go to college, fine. Go to college. You know, do what you do. But if I'm funny, if you don't have no scholarship and I'm funding this shit, you're not going to college for nothing but to be a lawyer, to be a doctor, to be some concentrated field. I don't... don't I, I'm never going to press it in, in a kid's mind, hey, go to college just because that's what my, my mom and dad and that's what society tells me to do. You'd be much better off teaching your kids how to form a business plan teaching your kids how to right. how to get out here on their own and make something that make right. something out of, out of you know out of nothing right then then just go push them into into a degree in fucking biology or english or whatever it is you know what i mean so again that's just and, and let I me think, piggyback. I think i think let yeah, me pick oh, it back i'm let you get in i'm let you get in but i think it's just more so I don't 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 I think you don't you don't tell your kids what to do you kind of you gu- you, you guide them you, you, yeah yeah you don't tell them what to do you guide them and you teach them you teach them to think for themselves right. don't do this because everybody else says this is what you what you have to do to be successful when we both know that's not the truth right and like I said I'm I'm not I'm not diverting from my original choice of college because I do think that college is important for the reasons that I said they were. But to piggyback off what Fwitch said, if you're not going for for you know your doc you know be a doctor, be a lawyer, be an anesthesiologist, be something that that you I mean you really have to go you gotta go there for that. But if you're if you're going Let's say for a, mecha- liberal, for a general liberal arts no, degree. No, no, but but even even the even mechanical engineering, you can do that without paying a hundred thousand, sixty, seventy, a hundred thousand dollars going to one of these crazy. You can go to a technical school for two years, a year and a half, two years, right out of high school. You don't have to. You don't have to. And this is another thing that we touched on. And it kind of I, I don't want to I don't want to change I don't want to change this, the the topic of the segment, but that's that's a, another cultural thing is that some people some parents some cultures they push their kid right out the door. 
other cultures are like, stay here until you get it together. Hey, what, 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 what do black parents say when you get older? Listen, when you turn 18, <laughs> right? You better, you better even well, go. But, to no, but we got a segment on that. But we got a segment on that. So we're gonna say we're gonna we're gonna save that bag. But my point is that man, have this shit starts planning now. It starts planning when they're 9, 10, 11. You got an 11, 12-year-old who looks like the next Cam Newton. Go ahead and spin that change. Put him in the camps. Get him right and do his thing. If you got a little guy who's, who who looks like he, he's a fucking technical genius and he programs your laptop and computers around your house for you, you need to start getting him in those summer coding listen, projects. Listen, he, you need to start getting him in those things listen, now. Even, and he doesn't have to go to college. Listen, even even if he's not a technological genius, as Envy said, he, he said he took his daughter to over over ten colleges this past summer. Not one of them had classes in real estate. Right. Not one of them had classes in coding. Right. And, and that, that I guess that kind of falls on you as a parent too. You have to understand where where the times are going, where exactly. the where the bag's gonna be at. Right. If you don't, you know, you got a kid. Even if you don't take to at least try to put him, turn him on to the idea of coding. Try to give them some yeah, type of expose them to it. Expose them. Just, just, I guess more. I guess what I'm really trying to say is think outside of the box. Right. Don't just take what you've been given and really didn't do shit with. If we being honest with it, and try to pass it on to to the next generation. Have them think differently than you thought, and vice versa. Right. So, right. So I agree. I do think college is vital. My son definitely going. He's going. But I don't think that it's necessary. It's not a necessity. Right. I, I think the I think the ideal of that is drastically changing. Right. And and I, I me personally, my son's going. He's going because but for the reasons like How I said. Say that for sure. What if he gets older? He's like, nah, dad, I don't I, I'm, I uh, plan on doing this. Yeah, well we'll get to that when we get it. But right now while we sit on this podcast. Hey, I'll let you raise your son. Yeah. <laughs> While we sit on this podcast and I'm talking to you and this little nigga is nine years old, the motherfucker gonna have his ass in some kind of college course. He gonna be over there. I don't give a fuck if that nigga gonna say that Vista, HCC. I don't give a fuck where you go, nigga. You gonna go? You go? You taking your ass to college? Because, and, and, and this is why I say. And let me, let me, let me, uh, let me also say that because it's the point that I made earlier. My degree had nothing at all. I got a criminal justice degree, came out of school, and went to teach special education. Had nothing, but I would not have had the opportunity of teaching that had I not had the degree. So I was I, I was able I was able to get that type of gig just because that piece of paper, that lambskin said, Hey, I can stick through these I can stick through it's it, it's something it's more a societal where where when they see degree checked off on that box they they're like oh okay he's qualified to do hey, this it's playing the game it's keeping yourself in the game and my, that's all that's the only thing college is good for to me as my aunt said a long, told me a long time ago shout out Aunt Wendy if you're listening and that's why that little nigga is going as okay hey uh, so as my aunt said a long time ago Aunt Wendy shout out Aunt Wendy she said that it's not about she said having a degree is about showing that you have the fortitude, showing that you have the discipline to get that piece of paper, not necessarily the paper itself. And I feel that. And I want to just clear something up before we end this segment. I'm not saying, you know, anybody that I'm, I don't want to I don't want to come off as downplaying anybody that, 
you know, took time and money out of their pocket to go to college. If you did that, and I would, like I said, I went as well on the scholarship, but I still went. You know, kudos to you, hats off to you for trying to better yourself and whatever you choose to do. All I'm saying is that let's let's moving forward. Let's keep an open mind. You know what I mean? Let's not just push narratives that have been pushed upon us. I don't. Again, I don't think that college is a necessity at the end of the day. If I have kids, if they want to do that, fine, go do that. But I'm not going to ever push that on them to the point where they think that I'm going to be disappointed if they don't go get a college degree. But, again, that's just my 10 cents. I can only give y'all my view and opinions, you know, as to how I look at the world. But. Hey, right. So you, you see it, two different sides. I mean, we, we – we agree on a few things. Like I said, I think those are one of those things. College is one of those ideas, of, you know, that are still on the fence. And I honestly think that it's trending more towards you don't have to do that. Well, you're realizing, you know, like you don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. And you can still be successful. And that's all I'm saying. I, but I do believe I do see the value I see the value in it, and that's why I said that little nigga is going. But yo, man, grab your ice, get your lemon wedge, throw a koozie on your brew, man. Do what you do. Yeah, man, so love, 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 unk. And this is how I give it to y'all boys, man. It's real deal. We not playing no fucking games, man. Call us, holla at us. Hey, Unk, man, you are making the show. And I, when I tell y'all this, I tell y'all, man, nothing but love for this guy. This guy right here is helping us build, shape, and mold the right. show into whatever our vision is is for this motherfucker man and and this is why we giving y'all this right here and so we 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 talking about some movies and it is a process man and we giving y'all we giving y'all a process baby with the bottle man man shout out unk um oh, his contrib contributions to the show are priceless Price. very intelligent guy we love just sitting here riffing with him y'all don't even know half of the conversations that we get from this guy he's always hilarious always on point always willing to work with us oh with anything God. we asked of him and i know we probably get difficult at times but yeah. um again so this is a new segment we got for y'all we're gonna this is a segment we're gonna try to do every episode we got probably about 60 70 movies written down here that we can just kind of riff off of but just movies that may or may not be considered classic uh shout out again to unk for introducing oh, the segment we appreciate it unk we love you man love you love you unk man yeah you know what time it is if gotta see grab it all right oh uh, look this is what we gonna do man do, let me hear the line one time Go, get your practice line in real quick Man, my shit is in my brain, man. I'm with the alloy. Already. Okay, here we go. On three. One, two, three. Movies? Classic movies? You niggas don't know nothing about classic movies. Black toe. Forgot a nick toe. You know what that is? Cut. When people are sick, they deserve a little help. Yeah. Sick. Help. Sick. Help. I am not going to bury my 
my son is gonna bury me. Yo, hey man, hey, we gotta talk about them classics. Oh my god. Whoo! Hey man. Hey, hey, I'm secure. I'm secure in my manhood. Yeah, I cry. I cry every fucking time. My son is gonna bury me. Denzel, you did your thing. Hey, oh my god. <laughs> I, I'm at a loss for Royer. Yes, yes, dog. That should be getting me emotional, man. You could catch me two in the morning. Fast forward through John Q. My son is gonna bury me and give him my son a walk into his room, give him a give him a kiss, and looking at my nigga, I love you, man. Like, man, I, sh daddy. I look back at shit like daddy's lucky to be here, man. I love you, man. That shit, that shit runs deep with me, bro. Yeah, man, John Q, definitely a fucking classic. I don't have no son, but this shit make me feel like I got a son. Happy <laughs> not. Tell him do that to yeah, you. should have not ready to, to bury my unborn son and shit. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's just a great movie, man. I think it's a, a very underrated uh, Denzel performance as well. When we talk about his best movies, I don't. That's that usually is not one that I think of, but it's definitely up there for sure. It's definitely up there. What people don't catch the undertone of that is. This fucking health insurance crisis, bro. That right. that's that's what the that's what the, I think the message is, man. That this shit is crazy. We should we should have a we should have universal health care. You there should be no reason why you have to why you have to go through that, man. And yeah. that's that's I think the political view of it, the seriousness of it, is yeah. that he worked, he worked, he paid his dues. You and uh, throughout the movie, if you remember, man, he was like, "I'm full, I'm covered, I'm fully covered." What you talking about? I'm fully covered. Right. And and they, this is a bit, this is big business, right? Like that boy Nino Brown said, "This shit is bigger than me." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I feel you on that, bro. I feel you on that 100. percent And this kind of how I feel about politics as well. I feel like a lot of the humanity gets lost in in the shuffle. When you start talking about power and you start talking about money and you start talking about things of that nature. So I think this movie did a great job of putting a putting a, a human face on the health crisis. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. So, hey, man, shout out John Q did his thing. Denzel, man. Classic, classic, classic. I think we both gave that a classic rating for sure. Yes, sir. Hey, man, go get your ice. Grab your lemon wedge. Throw the cruzy on the brew if you need to, baby. You know what time it is. Drink time. Yo, what it do? Your boy LG. You know how we do about this time. Love. Gotta show love. And man, uh, Lil Bro had to cut out, man. Yeah, niggas gotta work. You know what I'm saying? Foot, Sean Rouse the second. I love you, brother. Couldn't, couldn't pull this off without you. No Drink Time Podcast without that guy. Lil Bro, I love you. Love to everybody. I mean, I'm gonna just give some worldwide love. Love to everybody out there. Thank y'all. Whoever's listening, whoever's showing some support. Shit, whoever called in and said, hey, nigga, 
<laughs> hey, nigga, don't quit your day job. Whatever, man. Whatever the case may be. Thank you. Love, 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 love. Drink Time Podcast. Hey, stay on these boys' heads. Yes, sir. Stay on their head, man. Keep a little ice. <laughs> Yeah, a little lemon wedge, a little koozie on your brew, man. You know what time it is. Drink time. <laughs>